Hey, Race to Rise fam. We're Rhonda and Renee, and we are back with a dose of R&R. Today's episode is all about having an attitude for gratitude. Happy Thanksgiving or happy Turkey Day. I know some of y'all going to call out sick to be involved <laughs> with this Black Friday. It's now massive in the UK. That's nuts. An estimated 2.6 billion pounds will be spent tomorrow. Just in the sake and the name of spending some money. Yep. Also, some very interesting facts that I learned and should have known, but hey, what ifs. Um, 46 million turkeys are going to be eaten today. I feel sorry for them turkeys, child. <laughs> I know. I don't even like turkey, but Me what else? Me either, girl. 80 million pounds of cranberries are eaten. Also don't like. <laughs> 50 million pumpkin pies will be eaten. Triply don't like. Yep. <laughs> and an average of 3,150 calories will be eaten over Thanksgiving. That's a lot for one day. It is. I hope it's worth it for a lot of y'all. I know it ain't going to be worth it for my hips. <laughs> <laughs> but not all Americans celebrate Thanksgiving. I mean, recently in The Independent, it says Thanksgiving is considered by some to be a national day of mourning. And understandably so, based on kind of the genesis and the history of the holiday, for sure. Yeah. I mean, as Jamaicans, it's not really a thing. It wasn't a thing for me growing up, you know. But living in the U.S., you just got the day off and we had our own remix to Thanksgiving. I'm telling you, my mom would hook up some jerk turkey. I'm telling you, there'd be some jerk turkey, some callaloo, some ackee and sawfish yep. and breadfruit. We made our, it was it was almost like a prelude to, to Christmas dinner. Yes. So, so it was like... These are the things that we're going to eat on Christmas. Here's a scaled back version of it, but definitely not a holiday where we're from. Um, and also just not a big deal. So we've really started to think about it as what is the actual purpose of the holiday. And as expats being abroad, especially when I was living in Hong Kong, it became more of a Friendsgiving. So yeah. more of a potluck dinner feel, bringing people together, just an opportunity to bond and to chill. Um, not a holiday in Hong Kong, not a holiday in the UK. So you don't have the day off, but you'd kind of be excited to leave work around 4 p.m. as an American and say, hey, got to go. It's a holiday. 100%. And also like, I actually loved working on Thanksgiving in London because it's so quiet because no one in the US is there. So you actually get to do a lot of your work without having a bunch of calls. But yeah, living in London since 2008, mm -hmm. we see it more as Friendsgiving and Nev being British. It's not really a thing. Mm. So he used to just love coming along the ride because he would just get to experiment. Consume calories. Yeah. <laughs> and have mac and cheese and greens and yeah. cornbread and All things that, that he just stuff. was like, what is this? Um, but yeah, he just got involved. I love it. Well, when we think about the purpose of, of the celebration and even the, the massive part of the word Thanksgiving is the term giving. Um, so for me, it's about thinking about two, two similar um, and related things. And one is gratitude. The other is giving. So, so starting with gratitude, we think about like what is the definition of, of gratitude and what are the benefits of gratitude and kind of how does that tie into our experience, not only as expats, but as women of color and also our desire to empower and inspire others. So how how and why is gratitude such an important part of our lives? And so when we think about gratitude, we think about the fact that it, it allows us to celebrate the present. So you're actually able to take a moment and be highly reflective and think about all the things that you you do have. It 
it also helps magnify positive emotions. So mm-hmm. I truly, you know, if I sit down and write in a journal all the things that I'm thankful for or grateful for, then I have the opportunity to really highlight the good things and, and magnify those really great emotions that are associated with those things. And then finally, I think it enables us to to be active participants in our lives. So a lot of times we're kind of just coasting through, waiting for things to, to almost happen to us. Um, but I think what recognizing gratitude does is really, really, really force us to be in the present. No, I agree. I mean, I just try to be thankful. I'm just wondering because I'm older now, so I'm starting to realize it's the little things that add up into the big things. Definitely. So for me, I just try to be grateful for the things I have, for the people who I'm surrounded, and just for the opportunities to be. So I know that sometimes this time of the year can be overwhelming. Right. But I try to use it as a time, to your point, just to be grateful, not only for a time to get some days off mm. and unwind, mm-hmm. but also- And spend money, because we talked about all of that. Yeah, that too. And get gifts, because that's nice too. That's also really <laughs> nice. I've already started to hint to my other half what I want. Um, hey, do, do you want to announce it on the podcast so that he hears it, or is it a secret? Oh, no, it's not a secret. I just want some really cool headphones. Okay. That's all I want. You, okay, Nev, headphones. <laughs> headphones. I will I will pick her brain and figure out exactly which ones and we'll hook it up. Don't worry. Many Don't thanks. worry. Many thanks. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just think it's it's a time to just, you know, catch up with your friends that you mm-hmm. don't get to catch up. Although I always tell myself, can we not wait until it's the holidays to recognize we should catch Absolutely. up? Absolutely. But, you know, life happens, you're busy, you work crazy hours, but I always tell myself I need to do a better job of not just Doing waiting for the holidays. Because then it becomes this mad rush, and I don't know about you, but my my diary/calendar, <laughs> now mm-hmm. that I'm a Brit, my diary is is starting to really jam up and, you know, even just now when we were talking about our next recording, we're literally looking through the next few weekends like, "Oh my gosh, no, there's this thing, then there's this dinner, then this is gathering and it's this crammed rush to get everything done before yes. the 25th. When you really think about it, all of this should be happening all year round anyway. It should. So one of the things that you and I were just talking about were was really what are the benefits of, of being grateful and of gratitude? And I think it ties in nicely to our very first episode, which thank you all for tuning in and listening. We're so proud and happy to have it so many listeners. We are grateful for it. <laughs> so yes. that is our attitude for gratitude for you all for listening. But one of the biggest um, things around gratitude and the benefits is how it really ties into your overall well-being. And we talked about you know, the fact uh, that it's okay not to be okay. We talked about mental health. We've talked about physical health. And so some of the things that we discovered is, you know, it is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness, you know, it's just the act itself of, of gratitude. So lessens anxiety and depression symptoms, it increases heart rate variability, it increases your resilience, your social connections, it improves your physical health, it boosts, wow. it boosts really good feelings. So you feel good, you feel optimistic, you feel joy and happiness. Um, it conveys successfulness. So um, it, it just shows that you're you know, a thoughtful person. It improves your physical health. So people who 
um, uh, practice gratitude tend to work out more and 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 get better sleep, for example. It improves decision-making, which I am really not great at, so I need to do a better job at that. And overall, it just improves your relationships with others. So there are significant benefits to, um, to being grateful, to practicing gratitude. It just makes you an overall happier person. But why do you think people find it challenging to have an attitude of gratitude? I think because we're wired to think that we have an insatiable appetite for stuff. And so we'll never truly be happy with what we've got. So one of the quotations that really comes to mind for me is one by Oprah Winfrey, where she says, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you'll never, ever have enough. And I I, I do think it's human nature. I think Mm. it's society. I think it's, you know, the demands we put on, on ourselves where what we have is just never enough. We always want more and more and more and more and more. And so it becomes really difficult to be happy with what we've got. I mean, think about your earning potential. You're always going to be like, I should be getting more. Right? No, it's funny you say that because I was reading in the Financial Times this past weekend where the article was, can you put a value on your happiness? Mm. And one of the things the, the um, journalist brought up was that on average, people think they need twice the amount of income mm-hmm. and money that they have. But, you know, it just shows you that money in general, though, doesn't really equate to happiness, right? Yeah. I even found a very interesting quote by a guy named Brian Portno who said, money alleviates sadness more than it inspires joy. Wow. So why do we think so much that money is the end all or be all when there's been so many studies that show otherwise. Absolutely. Um, you know, when you think about it and you think about what really equates to happiness, I kind of did some some of my own research to really think through what are what do grateful people benefit from? So um some of the happiest places in the world are the are the least grateful countries. And I find it to be really interesting. So when you think about places like Denmark, um, the Netherlands, um, uh, the UK, they're actually noted to be the least grateful countries. That's just crazy to me, right? Because Denmark forever has, until recently it lost to Finland, has been the happiest Mm -hmm. country in the world. So it's kind of like, how can you be so happy but also not be grateful at the same time? Has to be because of the weather, right? (laughs) Maybe, but it could also be because... You think about all the benefits and privileges that are afforded to people who True. live in some of these countries. Again, it's it's that they're getting a lot, right? So you think about their leave policy, their medical and health benefits, um, benefits afforded to them by the government that other countries don't have. Yeah. Um, though they may be quote unquote happy. Uh, are they expressing gratitude for these things or because they've always had these privileges and our, our, you know, ourselves included because we've always had these privileges, are we in a position where we don't have to demonstrate gratitude? When you think about the countries that are most grateful, they include South Africa. I was surprised um, about that Yeah. The Middle East. So UAE, India, Philippines, and I'm forgetting one at the moment, but those are the top ones. And think about, I'm making assumptions. I'm being, you know, quite general with my assumptions here. But if, uh, you know, I think about places like some of the countries in UAE where women are not afforded some of the 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 kind of rights that we are in other countries, that's you know one example. You think about South Africa being 
relatively fresh out of the you know the the apartheid, the apartheid era, um, which was in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, that's another thing you think about the Philippines, where the majority of you know it's, it's quite uh, there's different various like very different classes and you think about um a lot of the women there when i think about my time in hong kong have left their families to mm-hmm. go be helpers and supporters of others families so so the level of gratitude and what folks are grateful for um are a lot more explicit there no i mean i think that's a valid point i think sometimes you do take for granted the things that you have on your doorstep right i mean mm-hmm. something as small for me growing up in miami I did not appreciate 270 days worth of sun, <laughs> going to school, yeah. literally on the water in yeah. Coconut Grove until Golly. I moved to the UK, mm-hmm. right? Where you're lucky if you get two weeks worth of Girl, sun consistently. Don't, don't right? me. Uh, no, but it's true. Yeah. It's like you, to your point, I do think sometimes the things that you have right at your doorstep, right in front of your face, mm-hmm. you just assume that it is a given. Mm-hmm as opposed to it being a blessing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what's what's being demonstrated in, in some of the, the research we've seen and some of the examples. Um, you know, when we, the other thing is, is how do you show gratitude, you know, for others? So there are various love languages, which I find love languages to be, and we could do a whole episode on love languages. I, I find still need it, to learn what my love language is, oh, by the way. Oh, girl, it is <laughs> fascinating. And I think it really helps you understand, especially if you're in a relationship, but even with relationships with parents, friends, partners, et cetera, it really helps you understand how you give and how you want to be given to. And so I think we could do a whole different episode we do on that. that. It's fascinating stuff. Um, but you think about some of the ways to show gratitude for others. Um, you know, here are just five ways that we were thinking of. So one was giving compliments, uh, two, tracking your list of things to be grateful for. True story. I actually was doing that for a while where mm-hmm. I would literally write three things and it would be like the littlest things. Like one of my mentees bought me a coffee at yeah. my favorite coffee shop mm-hmm. or someone could see that I was exhausted in the tube or what you guys know as the train <laughs> and they actually gave me a seat. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that it, it started to reinforce my mind that it's the little things that, that aggregate into big things Definitely. as opposed to waiting for big things to, to happen. Be grateful for. Yeah. And they say that 25% um, of people who actually, no, I'm misquoting that. So they say that people who actually keep a, what they call a gratitude journal of some sort are 25% happier than people who don't. So that's it. amazing that you're able to kind of track that. And it's not something that I've done and I really think I should do it. I, I'm going to start that. So thanks for that boost. Um, Number three, in terms of ways of showing gratitude is volunteering. So that's something that's very near and dear to our hearts and something that we try to do as often as possible. And listen, volunteering doesn't necessarily always mean, you know, you're signing up for a day to go in and, you know, be at a food kitchen, um, a soup kitchen rather, or you're, you know, signing up for something formal. Volunteering can be Indirectly mentoring someone, um, lending a helping hand, that type of thing, which leads us to number four around doing random acts of kindness, holding the door open for someone, helping someone with their bags. Um, I see people at the subway sometimes struggling with their strollers or, as you guys say, prams, and people just walk right by them, even with luggage. It's like, just be nice. (laughs) No, 100%. This is really corny, but this guy who I work with, we both like this coffee shop. Mm. And we've moved to a new building, obviously. And 
their coffee is just not comparable to the coffee shop. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. So we rotate. And sometimes like I'll come to work and like um, he will just leave the coffee on my desk oh, and he doesn't bless. like chocolate. So he'll give me his chocolate as well. I shouldn't have it. Um, that's why his <laughs> who body doesn't looks like chocolate. Mine. First of all, who I doesn't know. like chocolate? He's but whatever. weird like that. I'm telling you, he's still the homie. Um, <laughs> and so, like, we do that every now and then. It's like I, I also return the favor. I'll see that mm-hmm. he's on calls, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm about to go outside to get a coffee. You want one?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Awesome." And so, yeah, I just think it's the little things, right? Where you just it doesn't have to be this grandiose. You know, like Oprah, you get a car, you get yeah. a car, you get a Though car. Though I do wish that would happen. I would love that to happen. <laughs> but it's just the little things. Absolutely. Um, and then the final one is smile. And I think you you kind of can underestimate the benefit of really just flashing someone a smile. And they may think you're a weirdo at first, but smiling by default makes the other person smile unless they're completely just in a crap mood or just no, not I a nice agree. I actually have a funny story about that. I always seem to have funny stories. These are all true stories, guys, I promise. <laughs> but I was actually visiting a friend at her job and my hands were full. Mm-hmm. And clearly, I don't know, I didn't know. It was a Saturday. I tried to ring the doorbell and the guy who was sitting there, the security guard, he was just like, were you talking to someone else? Were you talking to me? And I was like, I thought, I mean, somebody was on the intercom, so I thought I was talking to you. Um, but he just was in a bad mood. Mm. And then I just looked at him and I was like, smiled. And I was like, I really hope you have a great day. Yeah. And um, literally two hours later, we had to get Deliveroo, which is a food service that delivers restaurant food wherever you are. Um, and he saw, and I think because I gave him positive energy, right. he was like, do you need any help? He flew that right back to you. Exactly. So I'm all about keeping that same energy that you want to receive. So I yeah. totally echo smile. I, I love that. Um, I'll go back to the first one, which I think is really important as well. And that's giving giving compliments. And I think particularly because we're a podcast focused on women, focused on women of color, um, focused on empowering and inspiring women, that can't be underestimated mm. either. And so for the longest, and I haven't been as consistent as I would love to be, but for the longest, I had been in the business of complimenting women randomly. I love And it has to be genuine. So I'm not going to say I like your hair if I don't. If you look busted, that's a whole different story. However, I would try to give one compliment a day. So if I'm in the lift and someone has on fabulous shoes, I will not even hesitate for a second to be like, oh, I love your shoes. Or that color looks really great on you. Or did you get new, you know, a new haircut or those new glasses? And people just light up. They really do. Cause of one course. people like to be noticed. Um, and people love to feel good and, and you don't know what kind of day someone is having. And so just expressing your gratitude for something that they may be wearing or something they've done. You know, if, if one of my direct reports at work does something that I think is, was a really good job. It's it's beyond giving the feedback. It's saying, I'm really thankful that you were able to take this ahead given the crazy week that I had. Or I just want to express my gratitude for the fact that you were able to onboard this pro- person in a very seamless way. Thank you so much. And those words go so far. Yeah. So, so far. 100%. I think recognition, you know, in any form mm-hmm. that's trying to uplift someone is only a beautiful thing. And I mean, to go back to what we talked about, when you think about the benefits of gratitude, the health benefits, you know, we mentioned sleeping, we mentioned 
you know, better relationships with people, um, you know, better health, better, better mental well-being, just being happier, and just being happier. And then you also think about the benefits it has for that other person. It makes you wonder then why aren't we doing this more often? Like this should just be universal and it should happen all the time. But it's the noise, right? Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's about training yourself to ignore the noise yeah. and, and focus on what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And just knowing that, and it's easier said than done, right? Because what was, what's that thing we grew up hearing? You know, the higher the monkey climbs up the tree, the more it shows its ass. I don't yep. remember something like that, That's but basically right. more money, more problems yeah. um, from our prophet Mace and Diddy, you know, the, the more you have, the more you want, but it's really, really, really thinking about what you have in the moment and, and really recognizing that you won't get more than you can handle. And, you know, in that moment, it's just really holding on to what you have, but also giving. So that was the other part that we really wanted to talk about was when you break down the, the holiday's name, thanks and giving, what is it that we give? What's what's so important behind giving and what should we be giving? And what are some examples of positive giving? So I think for me, one example of positive giving is just my time mm-hmm. um, and my undivided attention. I think sometimes when you work in a very demanding industry like banking mm-hmm. and you feel pressurized, sometimes you 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 feel constrained with your time. Yeah. But that is the most valuable asset in the world, no matter how rich you are. Because you don't get it back. You can't you take can't it buy back. It. You can't extend it. You can't freeze it. And so I think for me, one of the greatest gifts I can give to anybody who I care about and love is mm-hmm. my time. Um, if I'm not there, support. Yeah. There's so many donations that I have given over the years that's either helping someone in need or helping someone fulfill their mission. Like one of my best friends, she just started a charity leading with love. Mm-hmm. I'm not there in Miami, but whenever she has a campaign, it's nothing because for me, I just want to see her fulfill her mission. I love that. I love that. And I think I think in addition to time, you know, it ties into kind of money, but also experience. So so sharing yeah. your experience is sort of what we're doing through this. This is so cathartic for us, but we're hoping it's helpful for others and it's a form of giving for us as well. But sharing our experiences, sharing our knowledge and inviting others to do the same through the feedback they provide for us is is just absolutely critical. So giving doesn't always have to have a bow on it, right? It doesn't always have to have monetary values. And, um, you know, when we think about personal relationship, whether it's your partner or a friend, particularly with your partner, I know I mentioned the five love languages earlier, but I think it's also important to kind of mention what those things are because they do tie into gratitude and, and giving. So that includes, you know, words of affirmation. So that ties into, you know, giving compliments love. or making people feel really good about themselves. It ties into gifts. So we don't want meet people to think gift giving is a bad thing. And we'll actually get into that in our next episode as well. Um, acts of service. So these kind of random acts of kindness, quality time, which we know is super important to both of us. And then finally, like physical touch. So it's like that smile, that hug, um, you know, that embrace just to let people know, like, I'm really grateful for you. Thank you so much. Why do I think all those love languages are me? I really need to take this love language (laughs) test because I'm like, I like affirmation. 
I like hugs. So, so the so the interesting <laughs> thing about taking the test, um, now that we're kind of talking about it, which we didn't expect, so that's what's really cool about how we kind of pivot sometimes. The interesting thing about it is we all um, lean into it at some point. So you will have bits and pieces of each of the languages, but you'll have a dominant language. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely going to take this test and come back and let people know. <laughs> um, so for me, I uh, mine is quality time. So that's oh. with anyone, whether it's friendships, my mama, um, or um, you know, a, a relationship. It's, it's quality time, and you know, think about quality time in ter- terms of Thanksgiving. We just want to make sure that we're encouraging everyone to to spend that quality time because it is about that time. It is about the gratitude. It's expressing your love and appreciation for others beyond the 3,000 calories that you're about to consume. (laughs) Or the 2.6 billion pounds that you're going to be contributing to the sales tomorrow. I really do feel bad for those turkeys. Like, I'm not going to lie. So quick funny story is I boycotted turkey (laughs) when I was about like nine or 10 years old. It kind of dawned on me one day. I was like, hey, mom, like, why do you only cook turkey on Thanksgiving? And I was like, I just feel bad for these turkeys. They're being bred and all plumped up, you know, just so we can slice into them. So, so yeah, no turkey for me. <laughs> if you throw some jerk seasoning on it, I am inclined to give you it a taste. have a change of heart. Exactly. Yeah, I just never liked turkey. I just thought it was hella dry. But I mean, I'm not going to lie. If people season it right and cook it right, I have been guilty of eating it. Girl, listen, we can make a whole episode about... <laughs> unseasoned food so, oh, yes. <laughs> and the and the perils of like consuming unseasoned food yeah. but that's a whole nother that's another story, story all together so, i mean like you know as we think about it what are we grateful for what though? are we grateful yeah. for yeah, what you are we know, grateful for? To be honest, I try to keep it simple. I yeah. know, I know I look like I'm 21. Thank you, guys. Okay, so she, she's grateful for it. You should see her cheekbones, y'all. <laughs> One day, we are going to do an episode and post it on YouTube of how ridiculous <laughs> some of these recordings are. But y'all need to check out Renee Sterling's cheekbones. Her skin is flawless. Appreciate cheekbones you, on fleek. I got you, girl. There you go. Giving compliments. I, I'm yeah, grateful I, for I, your I, cheekbones. I, I, um, no, all joking aside, though, like as I get older, <laughs> I do realize the material things like you couldn't tell me five years ago mm-hmm. that one of my things would have been like my bag game or my watch game, which is tight. Which, thank you, sis. I'm just taking lessons from you. Remember? Hey, OK. Um, but no, like the three things I'm grateful for all joking aside are family and friends. I mm-hmm. think you need a squad. Yeah. A squad that's going to hold you down. And that's, you know, the friends that I've made being an expat and being thousands of miles away from my family. Yeah. My husband, obviously, and my immediate family who are in the U.S. and Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Health. Mm. Um, Both on a physical, like, Rondette wasn't my real friend. She ain't tell me I had to lose weight. But Oh, I, shut up! <laughs> my mama saw me and my mama was like, you want, you want to stay married? So Ooh. I had to... I had to work out and Lord. sort out my health um, and as well as my mental health. Like we've been talking about yeah, 2019 so and how it's a year of cancellation, um, but it's been very rough on all fronts of my life. And I've had to make huge strides in preserving my mm-hmm. my mindset. And I guess the last one is just like, for me, small opportunities to make a difference, like mm-hmm. starting this podcast. I love that. I love that. And you really, you? you really foul for that comment because you looking, you looking good. You look svelte, girl. After my Jamaican mama okay. called me out, you looking good. Ain't nobody <laughs> want no skin, skin and bones. Okay, so I got you. Um, what would I say? My three things are. Yeah. I would say all very similar to yours. Um, 
one would be a sense of strength and positivity and resilience. So we've Mm -hmm. talked about throwing all of 2019 away. 2019 was such a challenging year. Um, And still, I am so, so, so grateful for having gone through some of the challenges because they've brought me this far. So it's been a hard year in terms of, you know, navigating certain things in the workplace. There've been many changes at work. It's been a hard year health-wise for me. I had um, a pretty severe asthma attack Mm -hmm. um, in the first quarter of the year where I was kind of out on leave for a while to recover from that and still recovering. So one of the things I said before this podcast is that I am literally trying to project because I'm winded as I speak. You are the real MVP. (laughs) So I am like out of breath and probably going to faint at the end of this. Um, And then, you know, in terms of love and relationships. I've had my fair share of heartache this year as well. So I'm very grateful for just resiliency and strength and positivity because it's so easy to just want to give up or feeling defeated or hopeless. And I'm just so grateful for friends, especially you, my, my, my squad in Hong Kong, my crew here back home, my mama, my my brother, my cousins who've just held me down. So that's that's for sure something I'm grateful for. Uh, I would say secondly, and that covered a lot, I'm sure, but secondly, I would say the privilege that Mm. we have to um, give back to other women, to receive from other women, to empower and inspire and really create a bit of a platform with this is a privilege. Yes, it is. It should not be taken for granted. Um, There are countries where women aren't able to express themselves in the way that we've been able to. And so I'm very, very grateful for that. And finally, just because I always have to inject some type of ridiculousness, but it's true. I am so grateful for my hairdresser. (laughs) I'm so grateful. What would we do without a dope hairdresser? I'm telling you, like, I am so grateful because I've spent the last two years transitioning my hair and I've almost likened that transition to my own transition journey as just a stronger, bolder, better, brighter woman. And so I think it's so easy to feel like, oh my goodness, my hair is my beauty. And when I did my big chop, like I've been so conscious, I'm wearing like protective styles and stuff and learning how to embrace my curls, which are really truly like literally my roots. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful for that journey as well. That's amazing. It just shows you, man, we are blessed and highly favored. Amen to that. So whether or not you celebrate Thanksgiving and you're going to be consuming all these multiple pounds of turkeys and collard green and cornbread, we Mm -hmm. challenge you to continue to have an attitude for gratitude in every aspect of life. And remember that everyone's race is different, but we want you to stay the course, keep running your race, and you will rise to the top. Until next time. Bye. Bye.